good people of Los Angeles, California, good people of Hiroshima, Japan, good people of wherever you find yourself right now. Good morning, everybody. This is Dweez coming live from Hiroshima. It is Monday, July 12th, just a, about an hour and a half ago, finished watching the penalty shootout between the Italianos and the Inglaterras. And England fell as they will always fall, it seems. My heart goes out to Bakayo Saka, my Arsenal boy. But it's just not to be. Happy the Italians won. Happy the Argentines won yesterday. I'm coming live right now with a very special FCFC episode. You probably sitting there wondering, what does any of this have to do with anything? Well, I've been wondering the same thing myself. It's Monday morning. Traffic's buzzing here in the city. I'm overlooking a river between me and the river is the Peace Park that memorializes the victims of the atomic bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima on August 6, 1945. I've spent the last five days here, my first visit to the city, as many visitors do, trying to fathom the unfathomable. Um, but as they said 75 years ago that nothing would grow here for 75 years um, I'm so delighted to report to to let those who didn't know that already know that this city is not only survived and endured and built back but it's become one of very quickly one of my favorite cities I've ever visited in my life and on this very special FCFC International Away Days edition, we're coming, we're coming at you as as part two. The part one, I guess, was Guanajuato uh, on LAFC's first ever CONCACAF Champions League Away Day in Mexico. We went to Lyon. We did a great episode down there. I am rolling solo now. I'm not with a couple hundred black and gold faithful out here, and there's no LAFC match. And you might be saying, well, how is it an away day, Dweez, if it's if LAFC is not playing, and I tell you and remind you that this is a culture podcast, a football culture podcast, but a culture podcast first and foremost, and there are sporting exploits in this episode. There are many cursings, if I'm going to also give the warning while I'm at it, in this episode, and there's also just a reversal. This is sort of the tea with dweez happening at the beginning of the episode rather than the end and I'm not really drinking tea I had too many tea infused local Hiroshima tea infused uh, cocktails last night so I'm drinking an Aquarius right now y'all an Aquarius is like a kind of like a Gatorade like a Bacari sweat vibe just trying to recuperate some of those lost electrolytes from a night out here enjoying uh, this great city I'm joined on this episode not by Spice and Slim, who I miss dearly, not by AC and Edgar, who I also miss, Wally, Benny Blanco, all the names you've come familiar with on the pod. None of those guys are out here with me, although I wish they were all here. 
I'm here alone with Ipe. Those in the Expo Originals supporter group might know Ipe. He's the traveling Japanese fan who came all the way to LA on a several occasions just to watch LAFC and as well joined us on that Leon trip in Guanajuato. I put him up on my couch before that trip and now he's really paid that back in full hosting us here in the beautiful city of Hiroshima, taking us to a Carps game. Carps are the local baseball team in the city, which really, really is a baseball city at the moment, but I hope over the course of the podcast, you'll understand why I think it might become one of the great soccer cities of at least Asia, if not the world. Um, From not far from where I'm standing now, here in the center of the city, not far from the Hypo Center where the bomb was dropped and near where this really important castle is located. They're building a brand new soccer-specific stadium to host both San Freche, which is the name of the club here in Hiroshima, and they wear purple, and their newly founded women's team associated with San Freche. They're going to be hosting them here in the downtown area. They're building the new stadium. should be completed in 2024. So plenty of time for you to start making your plans to visit this city. Um, You might wonder over the course of this episode whether or not I've been paid by the Hiroshima Travel Bureau to try to convince you to come here, but I assure you it's not that. It's it's something else, uh, something that happens sometimes when I've had the good fortune of traveling to many cities around the world and having football experiences where just something crystallizes for you and you recognize uh, where you're standing, what you're doing, of course how lucky you are to be doing it, but how much you want to share all that with uh, people who appreciate the same things. And yeah, I mean, look, there's cities in the world who've experienced great tragedies, Um, whether it's the New Orleans and their recovery after Hurricane Katrina, whether it's the, you know, devastation wrought on a place like Cambodia, Phnom Penh, which I've also visited, and the Khmer Rouge, which, you know, massacred many of their own citizens. You know, you, you go to these places and you try to wrap your head around how humanity might bounce back, and I thought, I didn't realize it till I was here, and the timing of everything where, you know, I had been planning this trip now for over a year before the pandemic but being here after the pandemic knowing how much everyone went through how much I went through in my own personal life and to see and really walk through a timeline of how you know a city could endure what this city has endured and I'm not one to compare suffering but it's hard to really make the case that any other city on the planet had to or has to continue to deal with you know what what this city had to deal with and so if there was ever a comeback story if there was ever a bounce back story I thought that this turned out you know accidentally to be really fitting for for coming out of the pandemic and in the United States right now and in Europe watching the scenes on, on on the Euros on TV it's it's beautiful to watch everyone congregate back together to be um, shoulder to shoulder in the bank. I'm looking, really looking forward to that. I, I was there. I left to Japan for my couple months stint just before the 
stadium open to full capacity, so I was able to enjoy some of that, but not not the full full effect. I'm really looking forward to to coming back and doing that, going on away days to Atlanta, of course. And I, uh, but I have but I have another month here, and instead of trying to stuff everything about Japan into one episode, I I have decided to just isolate my five days here in Hiroshima as a uh, I don't know a, a peek into what what an away day for you might look like if, if you came here and if you can't and you never do I hope the sounds and the and the voices of the city which I'll try to try to wrangle in via either Spice Man helping me edit or <laughs> some other mysterious ways uh, to just give you a sense of what it's like here and what this trip was like for me it's a bit bizarre to be talking on my own to not be with Josh and, and Slim or anyone else really um but like i said ipe was a was a great gracious host he was happy for a chance to to practice his english i other other fair warning during the baseball game especially i was you know really shouting through through the mask that we had to wear and like as i was alluding to the pandemic is still very alive here in japan um the olympics are set to start in about a week now they've just announced that there's no spectators which yeah, it's, it's it's really a heartbreaking thing for this country, which did so much to prepare for the games and prepare for the tourists, and tourists aren't able to come here. The only reason I'm able to come here is through my family situation, so it's not something, you know, that anyone wanted, but it's the situation that they have, and they've, they've done their best. Um, you'll see and hear how that's worked in the San Freche Stadium at the, at the soccer match I attend, the second part of the pod. And, and even in the baseball part where, you know, fans are really prohibited from singing as they normally would. And obviously capacity numbers are quite a bit lower than they already, you know, would be during a, during a normal match, during, not during a pandemic. So be prepared for those things. Be prepared for my inability to <laughs> speak clearly into the microphone through the mask. Um, and I don't know, sit back. Enjoy this ride through Hiroshima. Only got a couple more hours here in the city. I'm spending it walking and taking a look at some of the many things I didn't get to see even in my five days here. Um, it's, it's the type of place where there's just layers and there's the historical layers, obviously. Then you have the cultural layers. Um, you have the culinary layers. If anyone's been following the, the Instagram stories, there's, there's a great local soul food here i would argue maybe the best soul food of japan which is hiroshima hiroshima style okonomiyaki which is a great kind of combination of ingredients in sort of a pancake looking format um savory though and yeah you'll have to research it yourself and if you're interested to try there's a great place good option for it in los angeles downtown uh, as well as on satel and in torrance i believe it's called chinchi kurin and it's Hiroshima-style okonomiyaki. They talk a little bit at that restaurant about how the food really grew up part and parcel with the, the history of the city as well. Um, there's so many restaurants over here. They have a whole they have a whole kind of mall full of just restaurants that serve okonomiyaki, and you can eat it. You know, it's a great it's a great drinking food. As I learned last night, it's also a great morning snack, which is as I'll learn here in a couple hours. But um, yeah, there's a, there's a entire you know culinary culture here 
as there is in many uh, cities in Japan, if not all of them. And um, I hope you enjoy those parts of the pod. I hope you also understand that I came here expecting to find no tea. Uh, tea Hiroshima tea is not exactly famous in Japan, and I didn't really even do tea research before I came. And lo and behold, found myself in a tea house with a farmer who wears a L.A. Dodgers hat while he's farming his teas, uh, and he makes phenomenal Japanese teas, and he even learned how to make black oolong and white teas uh, kind of in a Taiwanese style via a Taiwanese master that he apprenticed under. So there's even a whole bunch of tea that I ended up finding uh, in the city. And so to me, that just illustrates what what's the city offers can offer a visitor. Um, I've got family connections here now, so I had my own reasons for coming, but as you'll find out, Ipe would be a great and gracious host for anyone who'd ever want to come visit. I certainly want to come back. I haven't seen nearly uh, as many things as I'd want to. There's all sorts of nooks and crannies of the city that I haven't, haven't investigated. I mean, it's just sprawling with possibility, and um, even though I'm visiting in the hottest time of year, as I told Ipe, it's still still worth it, um, no matter when you might get out here. So as you're starting to make your travel plans to poke back out in the world and as borders start to open up, hopefully here in the next few months and by next year, put Hiroshima on your list. I'm making my bold prediction right now that with the stadium that'll come here, uh, I believe it truly could become a great football destination. And um, whether you're coming here for football or not, you've got the sport, you've got the culture, you've got the history, you've got great people, a, a city that really picked itself up. I mean, just do a little little research into the Carp history or the San Fritje history and you'll understand how much of a people's club these, these are. The new stadium is being funded in part by donations from, yeah, the people of Hiroshima, the same way that they, they built the Carp Stadium following, following the war. So it's a really, yeah, really, really incredible story and for those who know a lot about the city, I hope you can learn something or just enjoy the ride and all the mistakes and the inadequate recordings and everything is our faults of my own. And I hope you bear with me over this meandering episode of Hiroshima. This is Dweez walking Monday morning alone, but I miss, I miss y'all. I wish you were here with me. I hope this record survives as a uh, testament to, yeah, what can, what can happen, the possibilities of the future, wherever your life is, and uh, how you can bounce back from whatever it is you might be going through now or have gone through in this last couple very challenging years. The Kakaidas are playing their screeching song. The sun is out. I've made it to the Peace Memorial Dome, my destination this morning. So Dwee's out. Much love. Enjoy the episode. Thanks again to Ipe. Shout out to the Expo Original. Shout out to the TSG fam, FCFC, and all of you out there. Enjoy the episode. FCFC. Light that candle. La vela está en.
back in black. FC, FC. Mazda Zoom Zoom Stadium. Welcome to Hiroshima, guys. <laughs> My name is Mr. Dweez, and I am here with Ipe. This is a FCFC Ipe collaboration. It's an Expo Originals and Tigers Supporters Group TSG crossover pod. And we are halfway across the world, y'all. Ooh, woo! Pacific Ocean. Uh, my boys Slim and Josh are holding it down in Los Angeles right now. They're probably waking up with a little bit of a hangover after LAFC beat Austin 2-0 to, to deliver Austin their first loss in their new stadium. Something we'll always have over them in the Alrate Derby. But today, on our football culture podcast, we're starting in a baseball stadium. Ipe. Ipe, we're at... Mazda Zoom Zoom. This is mm -hmm. the, the second Carp Stadium, right? The first one was it closer is, to uh, downtown. This one is in downtown. It's already closed and uh, it's open 2009. I don't know, 2008. 2008. So, so we're in the new. It's a, and it's a beautiful stadium. We just had some delicious <laughs> fried chicken mixed with one of my favorite rice cracker snacks called kakinotane. <laughs> and we are enjoying some little bit of udon. We got some premium green tea that we got out of the vending machine. We uh, just Missed the beer, they yeah, you know, it's not allowed it's a, yep, it's a state of emergency situation, COVID restrictions apply, and um, yeah, we just missed out on the beer, so we're gonna have to try to sneak some after the game is over. But um, yeah, it's my second day in Hiroshima, I'm loving it so far. Cool, um, so interesting, so so much history, such a beautiful landscape as well. You've got all the different rivers that cut through the city. Mm -hmm. And on Sunday, we're recording this first part, part one on Friday, and on Sunday we're going to be going to our favorite J-League squad, Hiroshima San Freche, the Three Arrows. Um, they're going to be playing against Yokohama FC, who has King Kazu. Yeah, King Kazu and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, and King Kazu, I believe, is like the one of the oldest... You know, first team Division One mm -hmm. football players in history. He is. Yeah, and so that'll be interesting to check out. But tonight, we're watching the home squad, the Carps, go up against the Bay Stars, also from Yokohama. So it's kind of a double Yokohama oh, thing, yeah, which is ironic because also we you came, we're from visiting from Yokohama, although I have no allegiance to any Yokohama sports teams. All my allegiance is already pledged to the Hiroshima teams, the Carps, and the Senfeche <laughs> squad. But um, Ipe, before we get into everything else, <laughs> we have an inning change. Um, so, listeners of the podcast know, the first question that we always ask mm -hmm. is, what is your oldest football memory? My oldest football memory was uh, when I was young, like uh, kindergarten or in junior high or something. Yeah, I went to the San Francisco Stadium with my family. My father took me there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
So your dad was a, already a football fan? Yeah, not a big fan, big fan, but yeah, he likes it. Yeah. Because the Hiroshima has a football team, baseball team is the biggest though. Yeah. yeah, everyone loves the sports, so yeah. he took me there. I mean, it just seems like Hiroshima is really prideful about their sports team, maybe more than other Japanese cities. What do you think? Yeah, yeah it's almost the biggest city, biggest uh, sports city in Japan. Why do you think that is? How did that happen? Uh, one of the reasons is from the recovery from the bomb. Yeah. After that, the citizens got together and helped each other. And uh, like the baseball team began, and everyone helped the team. Some days it was not a good result. They didn't have a good result and they have a low score. But after that, they re they kind of recovered together. Yeah, that's so. I was actually at the Peace Park today. Mm -hmm. We went to the museum and learned a lot about the recovery and the aftermath of you know the event that most international people know or think of when they think of Hiroshima. Mm -hmm. Obviously, August 6, 1945, the big bomb. Um, we also read a little bit about the Carp Stadium, how it was first mm, I think yeah, it was like yeah. in 1950, like you said. Yeah, it's really hard. And, uh, and sports in Japan is like, usually a company owns the team. Oh well, yeah, this one is really specific to Hiroshima. Yeah, so like a company, usually like say Honda or, or you know. You only read this uh, DNA has a game, a team in Yokohama. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like a company owns the team and then mm -hmm. the team also sponsors, is sponsored by that company. Exactly. But in the case of the Carps, they were no. like a community founded team even yeah. early on, right? So it's kind of rare? It's really rare. Oh, only, one, only one team in 12 teams in the Japanese Baseball League. Very cool. And as people who love community and sports, I'm sure that like, you know, there's there's probably just a certain type of connection that the mm -hmm. fans have with this team. And some of them maybe are part owners of the team. Is that how it works? How does uh, the ownership work? The Mazda, mm -hmm. uh, the car company own, kind of owns a sponsor of the team though. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost as, uh, funded by Citizen. The previous okay. stadium originally uh, made, yeah, made Citizen. Very cool. And Ma is Mazda's headquarters are here, right? Yeah, in Hiroshima. Yeah. Also very cool. Um, what about... Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah! We got, we got the boys, the carps. We got someone around in third right now. We got, we got, we got a nice little... Okay, a double. We got a nice little double. It's 3-3. Three, three. Uh, the middle of the fourth inning, or the bottom of the fourth inning, rather. You know... Dweez doesn't always have all the baseball knowledge, but I did. I did grow up playing baseball. My dad's favorite sport was baseball, so I, you know, I'm familiar with it. I've got my Dodgers born and raised shirt on right now. I'm trying to represent. Um, so, so Ipe, your, so your dad loved sports in general, like so many people from Hiroshima. And then, was your dad and your mom both from Hiroshima as well? Uh, actually, from the next region, Yamaguchi. Yamaguchi, both of them. Both of them, but it's almost uh, in Hiroshima. Cool. It it doesn't take uh, one hour from uh, their house, so it's almost in like Hiroshima. Now. Yeah. Even I was uh, growing up, I visited a lot out of stadium. So yeah, it's part of our family. Yeah. Cool. And so, when, how often do you guys come to games together, baseball games? To the baseball game yeah. when I was young, it's uh, it's almost uh, like I had a uh, ear pass. 
season pass, so season, season ticket. Season ticket, I, I had it. So every every time I want to go, I could go. But recently, yeah, a, peop, a lot of people love the team, so it's a little difficult to have a ticket. So. So the listeners might be wondering, what is this cracking sound that we keep hearing? <laughs> Everyone has these sort of thunder sticks. Yeah. What do you call them in Japanese? Kanfu Bato. Kanfu Bato. It's a... Kanfu is a, you know, the Kanfu from Jackie Chan. Oh, Kanfu Bato. Kanfu. Oh. I don't know the, the movie well, but it looks like a bat, even yeah. the... The nunchucks. The weapon, yeah, the nunchucks. This is why we call Kung Fu Bato. Wow. Yeah, you can buy it in the store. So right now we've got a lot of Kung Fu Battles going on. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, like, there's a lot of things in the stadium that look kind of like a normal American baseball stadium, you could say. But there's actually kind of a lot that don't. Like, one of the funny things that you pointed out was like, there's this workout center, <laughs> which is like, you know, there's a gym basically overlooking the field and people mm-hmm. can hop on the treadmill and they can watch the game <laughs> while they're, you know, cutting some cutting some of the game day snack pounds mm-hmm. off of their bodies. So it's kind of interesting. And then we've also got also this beautiful like open air side of the stadium. You can see the trains rushing past. Um, a lot of features, you know, the, the really big bug over there with the red one yeah. next to the pole. Uh-huh. Uh, there is a bus inside the seat, so you can visit from the other side, oh. underneath. Very cool. And that one has a, like a bed over there. Yeah, there's like a lounge area, I saw that. Yeah. There's like a bed zone. There's a barbecue, we saw yeah, there's a barbecue, area. like a big yakiniku, a Japanese barbecue area uh-huh. you can rock. Um, and the one is a kind of, we call snakabri seat, so it's really almost the same, same level as a player. Nice. And we're, our seats are pretty close. We're like four or five rows from the front. Ipe got us the hookup, so we're loving life. Um, we also have an away section over here, and mm-hmm. you said it's getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Just because Carp's tickets are kind of hard to get. Yeah, exactly. Usually, right? Yeah. When we were planning to come to this trip, even though we had a few months in advance, we all didn't know whether or not we were going to be able to get tickets because they're just hard to get and a little bit even harder during during COVID, obviously, because mm-hmm. it has to be distance. Um, but yeah, it's been a it's been a pretty good game so far. We've got you know two teams that are towards the bottoms of the standings on the central central division. One thing that I found out, I think, you know, this is the third game in their series, right? And they played yesterday, and it was a three-three draw. So you can have baseball draws in the uh, baseball league in Japan. Actually, uh, only for the COVID season, oh. we need to stop uh, at, at nine. Oh, we it. usually have a game until twelve, but MLB have a whatever. Got like, it. Until we have decided. Yeah, so uh, see, yeah. I was like looking at the scores, I was like, oh damn, they tied yesterday. I didn't realize you could tie in the Japanese Baseball League, but then, as Ipe is saying, it's just a COVID, COVID mm-hmm. season thing. I'm, I'm saying all this like an expert in Japanese baseball because I have been to one Japanese baseball game before. Oh, really? In 2018, uh, I want to say? Yeah, 2017. I actually saw, I was at the Tokyo Swallows Stadium. Ah, Jingu, Jingu Stadium. Right there, kind of near Shibuya. 
hmm? like next next to Shibuya kind of. Oh right? yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, you know that right now the Olympic Stadium is next to the uh, baseball stadium okay. right so, now. So yeah, so I went to the to the spot where the new Olympic Stadium mm -hmm. uh, was built, and I saw them play the base stars. Ironically, mm -hmm. so this is actually the second time I've seen the base stars. The oh, Oklahoma that base one stars was also the, yeah, against yeah. base stars. Nice. Yeah. And so we got, oh, we got the, the American players out here right now, Austin. Is that him right here in front of us? Um, yeah. So then, Austin. So Ipe, right Ipe was just explaining to me earlier, I guess, <laughs> this American gentleman here, Austin, number 23 on the base star, standing in uh, right field. He is going to be playing on the American Olympic team. Yep. Which the Olympic baseball will be played in his home stadium <laughs> at the Bay Star Stadium in Yokohama. And I don't know what who's gonna win. The U.S. doesn't usually win the baseball Olympics, do they? Sorry. The United States doesn't always win the baseball Olympics. It's like Netherlands recently won, right? Mm, Japan didn't not really well in the Olympics. Oh, WBC we did it, but uh -huh. not in the Olympics. And this is the really first time after few years. Yeah, uh, the Olympics had a baseball. Interesting. The so, previous one doesn't have it. So I obviously know nothing about baseball, uh, but I am getting to know more and more about Hiroshima. Um, and one of the ways I'm doing that is through food. The food in Hiroshima yeah. is amazing. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite dishes, which we eat in Los Angeles all the time at Chinchin <laughs> Kurin, um, yep. which is called Okonomiyaki, which basically translates to like cook, like cook however you want it. It's like the direct translation. Okonomiyaki. It's like whatever you like, however you like it. Ah, cook, yeah, yeah. I like the whatever you like, you can put it. Yeah, it's like whatever you like, you can put it. But basically, it's like a, it's like a delicious combination of uh, many ingredients, including like. Just like your regular pancake dough, then there's um, noodles. Obviously, noodles. The Hiroshima style has noodles. Oh yeah. Um, the Osaka style and other styles don't have noodles. I prefer the ones with noodles. They also have green onions and pork and uh, what else is in there? There's uh, cabbage. Cabbage dried. A lot of cabbage is specifically yeah. in here. There's tempura flakes sometimes. Oh yeah. There's green onion. as well, like the dried squid. I really like that cheese with mentaiko. Oh, cheese with mentaiko. <laughs> you like cheese it? Mentaiko. Cheese with mentaiko. Uh, cheese with mentaiko okonomiyaki. Okonomiyaki, yeah. So we're we're fans of that flavor for uh -huh. sure. Um, so good. Hilariously, mm -hmm. um, if if people have ever seen the story in the LA Times or in the magazine Roads and Kingdoms or saw it on my Instagram story, there's a guy from Guatemala who came to Hiroshima. Oh, did you know that even in LA? Yeah, I knew it. Wow, that's yeah. so nice. So this guy is named Lopez, mm -hmm. and he moved to Japan and for 10 years learned how to be an okonomiyaki like this however you want it cooked style pancakes, learned how to cook that for 10 years and opened his own restaurant here called Lopez Okonomiyaki. And he's been here, it celebrated their 20th anniversary last year. So he's been here for almost wow. 30 Great. years or something. And um, it was packed yesterday. It was full. It was full. So yeah. nice. It was, and it was really good. I was mm -hmm. blown away. I, I thought it was kind of going to be like a novelty, you know, like just kind of interesting style. Mm -hmm. But it was delicious. Wow. Had jalapenos, jalapenos on it. Oh, really? That was kind of his thing. So nice. And no tecate. And yeah, tortilla chips. Oh, cool. With salsa as well. Kind of something you can get on the side. 
Um, but that was delicious. And uh, we also ha today had like a dandan mian. Kind of like a dandan mian. Ah, shirushinashi tantan mian. Yeah, shirushinashi tantan mian, which was delicious. It's kind of like a Japanese style spicy dried noodles. Yeah, without soup. Without soup, yeah. Which is sort of based on one of my favorite Sichuan cuisines, dandan mian. But what are your favorite things, Ipe? I'm over here just yapping away about Hiroshima food. What are your favorite Hiroshima foods? My favorite one is recently the Futsuyaki. It's almost like okonomiyaki, but the meat is different from it, so mm -hmm. the mint one, How, what is it? The mint. grind one? It's minced, yeah. It's minced. Yeah, yeah, minced. yeah, it really tastes different. Is it a cold noodle? No, it's all, it's almost same, only the difference is the uh, pork, uh, from pork to the mint. Ah, very cool. Mm -hmm. um, what else? What else can we say about Hiroshima? Like uh, Hiroshima food and, and like drinking or what's kind of... What's kind of uh, if, if, if the listeners of the podcast, when they take their trip to Japan, we want to be the advertisement for why they want to come <laughs> do an away day uh, here, a sports... Because the sports, like, look, people, mm -hmm. you should be convinced that by the end of this episode that the sports alone are going to be worth coming for. Mm -hmm. And obviously going to the Peace Park and getting yeah. some education about how the city rebuilt and recovered from a really devastating, you know, time in human history is mm -hmm. a great lesson by itself. But... Besides those two Bye. big things, okay. what other things, food and drink-wise, and you know, mm. what other things do you love about the city that you'd you'd want to share? Recently, they are advertising a lot of lemons. It's because a lot of lemons are produced in Hiroshima, like Kure area. Uh -huh. So the lemon-related snacks and foods are available all over the city. Nice. So if you have that, you know, supai sour flavor craving, mm. lemon. <laughs> Lemon snacks might be a way to go. Um, I think we're also we're, we're gonna try to get oysters. Oysters, yeah, yeah oysters. Uh, in Miyajima also has uh, features like a uh, tori gate over there. It's yeah. constructing right now, though. Mm -hmm. But you should visit. Uh, it was to watch it. Yeah, the iconic kind of waterside tori, like the gate, the uh, Shinto gate mm -hmm. that you maybe have seen in photos before of Japan is here near Hiroshima city in a place called Miyajima and we're gonna go down there so sounds like that's gonna be the spot to have oysters um, what's the deal with the maple leaf street what's maple it called? leaf street yeah it's got the red bean inside it's like a ah, momiji like a, manju ka. yeah mo, mo, momiji manju momiji is a red leaf shaped yeah, uh -huh. Kind of manju. Yeah, yeah it, it is a manju. Do you like that? Yeah, I love it. So it also has a lot of taste. So mm -hmm. cheese, chocolate, red beans originally. But recently a lot of foods uh, inside it. And uh, especially with, I love the one, the fried momiji. Fried momiji. Yeah. That one is the kind of snack. Mm. I like it. Amazing. Is there, is there a reason that the maple leaf is kind of symbolic of Hiroshima? I forgot the reason. The reason, but because I notice, I notice like on the on the manhole covers, like ah, in the sewer, yeah, yeah. they have the carpet logo and then all of the oh, the leaves around, leaves around, it. Yeah. around there. I don't know. I'll, I'll do some research and in part two of the podcast, I'll let. Okay, yeah, we will. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I should. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, Cool, and then, so you had to come tonight, your dad, who is a hero, uh, we're, Ipe and I right now are gazing out at the, at the, 
beautiful green grass of the baseball stadium, but beyond that, the clouds are dark and scary, and it's definitely going to be raining again here in the next couple hours. It, it rained like crazy earlier, and the trains were actually, um, they were all canceled all day. And like last weekend, Sachi and I were in um, Hakone, and there was a big landslide on the Izu Peninsula right near there. And so the rain has just been crazy. We're here in the, the rainy season, but um, your dad had to drive you in today because you live a little bit outside of the city. But what is like kind of the area that you live in? Like, how is that different than like Hiroshima City and what kind of stuff is over there? Uh, there are a U.S. Navy, uh, U.S. Navy in Iwakuni, so a lot of Americans there. Oh, really? So yeah, a lot in the bars, stores. Yeah, a lot of Americans are having fun and also Mexican food, American food are available there. So I really love it to living there. And is that where you kind of grew up and always lived in that uh, same yeah, from Yeah, from kindergarten to junior high I lived there and I moved to Hiroshima when I was high school. Uh -huh. So uh, yeah, part, part of my life I grew up there. Very cool. And so when did you start? So you start, you kind of have that oldest memory of you know coming to football with your dad but when did you start like changing from i just like sports uh, okay. to be becoming a psycho that i know you are right, who, who by the way flew all the way to guanajuato <laughs> from japan for the away day who, who flew the farthest of anyone for the away day in mexico but also obviously comes the lafc games mm -hmm. all the expo shout out to the expos all the expo family knows ipe when he's coming through um yeah, so, so, oh wait, and even last year you, you came, didn't you, no, when did you get the stadium the tour? No, oh, uh, I did the two years ago. Oh yeah. The day was supposed to be the final. And they didn't make it, LFC <laughs> didn't make the final, but but, yeah, but the good people at the club still uh, showed Ipe around, got to do like a private stadium tour, because he flew so all nice. the way from Japan. They were supposed to beat Seattle and make it to the final and they failed. Um, but... But yeah, so when did you tell, tell the story about how you switched and became like a total, you know, total maniac for this sport and has, you know, you followed San Fece around, you've been to away days in the, mm -hmm. in the AFC, the Asian Football yeah, Champions like, League. Mm -hmm. Yeah, talk a little bit about like how you, how do you go from just going to your first San Fece game okay. to, to, to the man you are today? Uh, when I was in uh, high school, I had a lot of time to visit the stadium. So, And that time, someone from my uh, current supporter group, Ursas, uh, took me to the, to the area, having a lot of uh, chanting, drumming. The area was so fun. I had a really great memory there. So, And I realized uh, supporting is so fun, the football. So, yeah, after that, I was almost... At, 19 years old when I was there. So yeah, after that, I yeah started supporting the club and going to the away games, a lot of trips, even to Thailand, China, Singapore, Asian so area. So you kind of started doing away days in Japan first. Yeah, right? firstly in Japan. Now that was in Sendai. That was oh, right after the earthquake. So oh, okay. I was so impressed the area nice. but shout out to Miyagi prefecture you know I've been to Miyagi okay. before yeah such, uh, my girl's mom is from up, up there in Tohoku yeah so I've been to Sendai area mm -hmm. um, so you went and got to see them play in Sendai that was your first away day yeah that was the um, actually that was not not in Sendai but the first away day was also great yeah. it's a really great game there 
nice. But yeah, the the longest, uh, the longer one after the first away days was in Sendai. So nice. Yeah, I pressed a lot. And there's a there's a team up in Sapporo, isn't there? Yeah, Sapporo has a team. Yeah. So have you been to most of the yeah. J League? So J1 Cup, I did every team's away stadium. Wow. So for all those wishing to go to every MLS stadium someday, Ipe mm -hmm. uh, is already. Ipe has already crossed that off his list in terms of Japan Stadium. Do you have a favorite? Uh, yeah, the the first away games in Shiwa was so amazing. It's almost they're really close. In Kashima? Ka Kashiwa. Kashiwa. In Chiba Prefecture. Oh, Chiba. It's a, the yellow team. Ah, Chiba has a two teams, but the Kashiwa is in J1 division right now. And Chiba is second one. Chiba, for those who don't know, is, a, is right next to Tokyo. It's where the the bigger airport, Narita Airport, is. Yeah, located. the biggest uh, international airport in Japan. And shout out to the roommate Ami, she's from Chiba. So, yeah, Chiba, very cool. And then, what was your first kind of international away day? International away day was... Uh, uh, that was in Seoul, in Seoul? Korea. Oh, in Korea. Yeah, I took a trip to Seoul from Hiroshima. How was that? I mean, how big of a group were you guys traveling in? Mm, not so big, because the FC Champions League is mainly have a game on weekdays right. so it's kind of difficult to have a trip there everyone uh, not everyone could go there but the feeling like you know the relationship between japan and uh, korea is kind of complicated yeah. and the game was on march 1st so march 1st is a lot of meant a lot for us yeah so so you guys went to Seoul, you also said you went to Thailand, mm -hmm. and uh, where else? Uh, China, Guangzhou. Oh, you went to Guangzhou for Guangzhou. an away day? Oh yeah, we did. That's so cool. Yeah, the stadium was amazing. <laughs> they were the best team in China for a while, but now it's kind of yeah. slipping a little bit, right? Um, and Hiroshima has not been in the Champions League for one or two seasons, right? Not recently. Not recently. No, but the last one was a 2000. 18, 19. Well, the next time I am in Japan, I hope that they're in the AFC Champions League again <laughs> and I can go with you to one of these away days in the Champions League. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, so, Ipe and I are going to wrap up this part one of our right. two day, two day <laughs> leg here. Ipe, when I was in um, the Swallows Stadium uh -huh. against, when it was Yokohama against the Swallows, I was struck by like they kind of have a, a supporter section, like a yeah. fan section, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. do. Yeah, we also have it so there. So you have it too, but, but during no, not this uh, season. So during COVID, it doesn't exist. No. But usually, it's here above us. Yeah, right there. Wow. And the away game, our team's over there. Do you so, ever do you ever go when you're at the stadium to the supporter side usually, or do you kind of go to seats at baseball? I've been there for the first game in the stadium, 2008. That was amazing. Yeah. I remember my first baseball game, I had so much fun. In my opinion, the Japanese baseball game was a lot more fun than the US one. Yeah, it was just like a lot more singing, a lot more activity. Obviously, it's, the atmosphere in the background is a little bit quieter uh, this time around because of COVID, but we're having a great time. Ipe, thank you again for getting the tickets. And in three days, or in about five minutes for the listeners, we're going to get back with you for part two at the San Feche Stadium. What's the San Feche Stadium called? Called Edion Stadium. Edion Stadium. We'll be back with you guys in part two.
Kidoshi Madwiz out, Ipe, Expos, TSG, you know what it is. We miss y'all, we love y'all, we wish you were here with us. Be safe, wash your hands. We'll be back for part two. Okay, bye. Bye. We are back, part cool. two, four, da four days later. I am standing, walking with Ipe. I'm looking at pictures of Reiner. I'm looking at pictures of, we got Osako, the goalkeeper. Osako? Yeah, he's for the Japanese national. Yep, there he is. Team for the Olympics. We are walking up to Edion Stadium. Edion Stadium, yeah, Stadium, exactly. stadium, 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 <laughs> stadium. Tell me how you're feeling today. Stadium, yeah, that's brilliant. How are you really feeling? It's, it's match day. Yeah, that Thursday was not so good, but today is really sunny day. Ipe is having a Bud Light seltzer <laughs> as his pre-party, as his pre-game. Uh, that's the one thing he asked for from America on the way here. Was he asked for the, for the? Oh, he just handed me the ticket. I got the ticket right now. Yokohama FC against San Freche. This is Sunday, July 11th, 7-Eleven. In the, in the land of 7-Elevens, we are going to a match on 7-Eleven. This morning, Argentina and Lionel Messi finally uh, got yeah, his first trophy. <laughs> Psyched about that. Psyched about San Freche. They're playing the team at the bottom of the table today. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> they are not doing really good. But so yeah, we need to win today. But we hope we see King Kazu. Hopefully, but already the lineup is already here. Uh -huh. Let me check. Is he on the bench? Uh, let me see. We're gonna get back with you guys inside. We're looking at lineups. It's a beautiful day. It's sunny. The rain has stopped. The city of Hiroshima is glowing purple. Uh, purple. not here today. No, King no. Kazu is not here. King no, Kazu, the King oldest, perhaps the oldest player in the history of first division major football, is not here. But we got lots of things going on. We got to get into the match here. We'll get back with you guys shortly. FCFC Pod continues. So Ipe and I are here outside the stadium. What is the name of the the female team that just started? It's called uh, San Frecce Regina. Hiroshima Regina, yeah, exactly. Regina, Italian. Which is, yeah, which is the uh, female club of San Frecce. They also have this beautiful stadium coming. Talk to me about this stadium. I looked at a video of this online. Mm -hmm. This is going to open in 2024, we exactly. think, right? Yeah. So tell me about it. How excited are you to yes, see this? So excited. Yesterday, someone told me. Yeah, this stadium from from the club. Yesterday I met him and he said really great stadium. He said yeah, something we don't know. He already know, so yeah. he explained about it. And it's right so, in the center of town. Exactly. Right? Uh, Atomic Bomb Dome is around there, and the Hiroshima Castle is yeah. right next to the stadium. It's basically between. Here. It's basically between the Peace Park and the castle. Kind yeah, of, exactly. Right? Here is the castle. That area has mm -hmm. a dumb area yeah. peace park dude this is gonna be like downtown la exactly you know bank of california stadium yeah, but, same as that. and they're gonna have a supporter section i assume yeah we, we will so you may see the pictures around here so 
it you're, really looks like Bank uh, of California Stadium, no? Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, does. It's really and it's also, it's also beautiful. Exactly and everyone beautiful. who comes to the city, like, Carps are all, this is such a baseball country and a baseball city, yeah. but more and more it's going to become a soccer city because so many people will be able to see the stadium, like, right in downtown, right? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. You have your season ticket deposit down or what? Yeah, I do. I already uh, donated to build the stadium. So if we donate uh, around 500 bucks, yeah. We have a name on the wall. Oh, amazing! So, yeah, they, so this is funded by the community part in part. Yeah, exactly. Same yeah. as the previous uh, the stadium around Hiroshima. Ah, Sugoi. So, so very cool. The donation. I'm look. I'm looking at. I'm looking for the people who are listening to this on audio. I'm looking at beautiful parkland, like everyone having a good time. We got Sakura blossoming. Here are the cherry blossoms. This just looks like an incredible stadium. I'm trying to be the promotional voice for all the people in the North End, every LAFC fan to come to Hiroshima on a footballing vacation in the future, maybe after 2024 when the new stadium is built. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is amazing. I think I'm gonna have to get myself an official good. I think I'm gonna have to get myself a scarf. Be right back. The drums have started. We are 35 minutes from kickoff. Ipe is on the drums. How you feeling? So excited. <laughs> Ipe has got a snare on his hands. He's been good enough to get us all the way down in the front row here. It's only about a 5,000 person capacity out here at the Edion Stadium. It's a little ways outside of the main area of the city, but like we were talking about before, they're building a brand new stadium downtown to open in 2024. But right now I'm looking at the beautiful forests surrounding Hiroshima. Yeah. In Miyajima earlier today, I was by some beautiful forests. And um, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a little ways from the city, but it's really nice out here. What is your best memory at this stadium? The stadium was the first championship in 2012. We have here in November, it's like a 2012, 2012 here with Celeste Osaka. And we won the game and we win the, we won the championship in the year. They won the league, Ipe remembers it. That's probably the day that you became forever San Frecce, no matter what happens. For sure, yeah. yeah. Probably the day you really decided you'd become a drummer. <laughs> no, so you started drumming four years ago, so that would yeah. have been 2017. Mm -hmm. How did you get started drumming? 
some days are not enough people to drumming, so I was invited to do it. And uh, from that, I was doing the snares. Yeah. So Ipe's on the snare. We're watching the warm-ups right now. There's banners all over the stadium, even on a day where there's not so many people um, in terms of the crowd numbers. The banners are, are here. They're thick. they got player-specific banners. Um, yeah, this is, it's, it's, it's a perfect day for football. Like I said before, it's been raining the whole time we've been here, but today it just got sunny perfectly for the game. They've got a really great old school 45 minute clock up there. The stadium's a bit old. And San Fritche, like before, has a great history, right, as a team. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think they won the first four oh, titles, yeah. right? 65, 66, 67, and 68. Mm -hmm. uh, the club that San Fritche eventually was renamed as. Um, so they were like the first time Japan ever had a, a full nationwide league. Mm -hmm. They won the first four titles. So it's a very historic club. They've competed in Europe before. Um, when we were at the baseball stadium at the Carps, we talked about it a little bit, but, you know, it's it's sort of, Japan in general, you would say, is more of a baseball country, right? Mm -hmm. But more and more, do you think soccer is starting to get popular, or what do you yeah, think? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. A lot of, uh, right now, J1, 2, 3 is available, and it's also getting bigger. Yeah, and you're a huge fan of Samurai Blue. Obviously. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, you're a huge fan of the national team. Mm -hmm. With uh, San Fritche, we have one of the goalkeepers of the Olympic team, uh, Os Osaka. Osako. Osako, yeah. who plays, uh, he's going to start today, I believe, right? No, he's already doing a oh. training camp in national. There you go, so he's already he's, he's already with the, the Olympic team. Um, but you know, tomorrow we have a game with Asta Honduras. Spain, Asta Spain, we may have a, uh, tomorrow we have a game against Honduras tomorrow yeah. from uh, CONCACAF, yeah. Yeah, yeah, friendly game. So, so to, sort of, yeah, the Honduras, the team that made it instead of the United States to the Olympics, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> they won. Um, yeah, absolutely. So you followed, I think you went to the, to the Asian Cup final, didn't you? Asian Cup final, Asia Cup, Asia Taikai. Asian in in Dubai or in uh, in Dubai was the FIFA Club World Cup for Alain, but I was in uh, Indonesia for Asian Cup. Okay, uh, but for younger young age. So what would what would you say about like the national team support for Japan? Like what is what is that like? Mm. What kinds of is it is it the same setup? Like mostly drums, mm, banners. Yeah, we do. Is there any other like specific things that Samurai Blue supporters kind of do that are cool football culture wise? Mm -hmm, the, People from a lot of clubs, J1 clubs, are getting together and for national teams. So the the atmosphere is a little different from J League. So mm -hmm. what are the what are the supporters of the national team called? Uh, ultras. 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 Yeah. Any name of ultras? It's just Nihon no ultras. Ultra Ultra Nippon. Oh, Ultra Nippon. And when you've gone to national games you know whether it's the u24s u23s um, yeah. um what's been your favorite memory of following the japanese national uh, team so man, the indonesian game was uh the team for the olympics to uh tokyo 2020 mm -hmm. in 2018 in indonesia so jakarta that was a really great memory uh, uh the game i went was against saudi arabia mm -hmm. 
And after that, we uh, qualified to the final, but we lost against Korea in final, though. Yeah. But yeah, f uh, from the competition, we got stronger. And finally, yeah. Yeah, and as there. I would I would be remiss if I didn't mention my two co-hosts are Korean American. Mm -hmm. They support the Korean national team, yeah. Korea and Japan. You know, complicated relationship, but also on the football pitch, it's a big rivalry, right? Yeah, have you are. have you been to those games, uh, Korea no, Japan? In the final. No, I've never been to the Korea Japan. Um, no. Only do you want to go? Yeah. Do you want to go to a Korea Japan game? Yeah, would it be for fun? Sure I really want to go. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. So excited. Who would you say is the second biggest rival for Japan after Korea? Uh, so Australia, maybe? Yeah, in Asia, yeah, they are really strong. Mm. Maybe China. Maybe China. Yeah, Japan and China are really relationship. Right, right, right. So. But China historically has not had the strongest no, football. No, not so much in yeah. men's one. But female, yeah. They yeah, are. yeah, of course. And how about the f the female national team? Have you gone to see them Japan, play? Oh uh, yes, someday we have a game here in Japan. Uh, we also had a game two months ago here in Hiroshima for the squad for the Olympics. Yeah, and as the U.S. women's national team will uh, know, yeah, J J so Japan always has a good yeah uh -huh. a good a good rivalry with the U.S. national team. Of course, there was the final of uh, two two World Cups ago. Yeah. Um, do you now that Hiroshima Sanfrecce has their women's team? Have you gone to any of the women's games yet, or are you interested no, yeah, in it's checking already, out? Uh, training much, preseason much. Okay. This year with oh, Dave so this Honda. is the first year. Yeah, this is the first year. Oh, so they haven't had, the they have not had their first match yet. Uh, no official one. Yeah. The game here and uh, close to the stadium here. Okay. But not the official one. Nice. So they're born the same year as Angel City. They'll oh, yeah. be playing in 2021. Angel City will be starting up in 2022. That's awesome, man. I mean, I think that like just. Based on my time here in Hiroshima, I can tell that like the the city is so proud, right, mm -hmm. yeah, of itself yeah. and such a strong sports team. Will the do you know if the women will play in the new stadium too in 2024? I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, they are. They Assume will, so, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you know, like I've continued to say on this podcast, uh, I couldn't I couldn't recommend more coming to Hiroshima. Today I went down to Miyajima, which is kind of the famous uh, cultural area in this region obviously you have the big famous tori shinto gate mm -hmm. and you ikuni is down near miyajima and uh it was just such a such a cool way to spend the morning and now to spend the evening afternoon here is a really special experience and of course if anyone ever wants to come out and watch a game on san freche all you got to do is hit up ipe yeah and uh the expo originals family knows mm -hmm. knows him well our listeners know him well. Everyone who went to Lyon knows him well. And it's just, yeah, people have been really welcoming so far. Like, it's not a normal, normal San Fleche season because it's only, you know, a few thousand in the stadium. But we're excited to be here. Ipe, like I said, we're playing the Yokohama FC, the lowest team on the, the standings. <laughs> What's your prediction for score? I got to ask. What Tres do you think? 3 a 0. 3 a 0. Who's going to score for San Fleche? Uh, tonight. Morishima, kana? Morishima. Morishima. Morishima, number 10. Number 10. Yeah. And is is uh, Reiner going to start? Or uh, up, stop, up top? Hold on. San Fritje has like three or four Brazilian players. Yeah, all of them are Brazilian. Brazil has a strong relationship with Japan when it comes to sending players, right? Yeah, specifically San Francisco always have a Brazilian. That's beautiful. Brazilian. Who doesn't want a few Brazilian players in their squad? Shout out 
to the Brazilian squad, although they lost today against Argentina, my <laughs> boys. So happy. It's kind of cool. We're also in between the Copa America final and tomorrow is the Euro final. Oh, yeah. England and Italy. Cool. Are you going to watch it? Uh, probably. Yeah, you're going to try? Because you have Japan, tomorrow right? off, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, I have a work. But, but you'll try to watch? What time is it in Japan? It's uh, 4 a.m. Oh, right. But yeah, I try. Yeah, me too. Who do you want? England or Italy? England. <laughs> England. Okay, I want Italy. Yeah, okay. We'll have to see how this one goes. <laughs> yeah. Tonight, three Brazilians here. Junior Santos, uh, Santos Ezequiel, and uh, Rainer as well. Rainer plays which position? Uh, Center midfield. Uh, yeah. Nice. Junior Santos is only the forward. So we got three Brazilians in the starting 11. Game's getting ready to start here. Ipe's getting ready to drum. I've got my uh, my Sanfreche Sawa here. My my three arrows, purple, grape, Sawa. And I, I don't know, I'm just sitting here. I wish we had more LAFC supporters with us right now, but you know, we're holding it down out here in Hiroshima. And uh, we'll get back with you guys at halftime, maybe. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. Woo, woo, woo. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Halftime. One nil to the enemy. Ipe and I are in the front row here at the Idoen Stadium. Stadium. Edion Stadium. And the stadium was built in 1993, I just found out. So a couple years before the J League started, or the year before the J League started. They're going to be getting their new stadium soon. But in the meantime, I had no idea before the game started that you couldn't sing. And you turned to, you turned to me after like five minutes and you're yeah. like, yeah, normally normally we're standing and we're singing, but he, and I, I looked at you and I was like, dale, dale, murasaki, like, like dale, dale, purple, basically. And you turned to me and you were like, dude, uh, yeah, you can't sing right now. And the guy right here was like kind of looking at me pretty strictly. And all, all this distancing is... is pretty serious i forgot to mention earlier that yeah like covid is definitely still very real and a very big deal here in japan especially as the olympics come come closer and closer but you were saying normally you guys have a full section full standing mm -hmm. you people jumping around people going crazy what kinds of songs do you sing i'm curious uh, that's a really specific to japan but uh -huh. like what like what kinds of things even if you say it in japanese yeah. Is it player specific, uh, team specific, yeah, city team. specific? Mm, you know the Saturday night? Saturday night, Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, we have a chant from the song. Yeah. So it's like in English or no, do you be? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, it's totally different from the lyrics. Uh. Yeah, so it's basically like kind of like a vamo vamo let's go like oh, yeah. run 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 like vamo vamo yeah, yeah. sanfreche is also some another song so. yeah so right now i've got some people parading out there noshika town it's part of 
from Shimane next to Hiroshima. Ah, <laughs> so it's kind of just promoting their town? Uh, yeah, they do. So tonight, promotion is from the city, I guess. I don't know where, but somewhere. I mean, overall, this is just like, it's a really well put together sporting experience. You've got, you know, different promotions of localities obviously they've got the drinks they've got the snacks as you can imagine we had udon and uh and fried chicken at the carps game they have those same snacks here is there a famous snack for san Felice uh, at the stadium no, i'm not sure we have it now but uh Ah, uh, oh, it's an okonomiyaki roll, kind of. Oh, yeah, kind of okonomiyaki roll. Yeah. We're available, but not sure now. Or yeah. the, the drink she drinks. Uh, oh, yeah, the a, smoothie. A smoothie, yeah, exactly. The purple one. Yeah, they had a purple smoothie. I had a, a grape-flavored sour, like a yuzu sour type thing. Um, when you come to games here... Yeah. What is like your number one favorite part? I mean, is it being around your community, like your fellow friends that are supporters? Is it watching the games? Is it just the ritual that you have of, you know, coming coming from your place, like getting excited for the match? Or what, what's kind of like Ipe's favorite, the thing that keeps you coming back week after week, win or lose? The moment, yeah. When we score the goal and having fun, mm. and when we can shut out, but yeah, yeah, the moment, yeah, we score the goal, yeah, during the game, the golden moment when the goal goes in. Ipe, you know, he did so much to make sure we could go here tonight. There was additional restrictions placed, like towards the end, on tickets. They basically, you know, reduced the amount of people who could come based on the fact that COVID is getting worse here in Japan, even though in the U.S. it's getting quite a bit better and everything's getting open. It's sort of like going back in time for me, because you guys had you guys had more or less normal games for a while, right? No, When was the last time you had a normal game? Normal game was uh, the home opener in 2020. Oh, so it was the same amount of time. I thought you guys were having oh, yeah, normal we, games last mm -hmm. fall. Last yes. fall? No. No, last fall, no. Mm. Kind of like this, same. Yeah, it's same. Okay. At first, we couldn't enter the stadium. Yeah. But it seems like you guys are doing really well with the clapping. <laughs> like, the clapping, you have different rhythms. Yeah, we have. Like, three or four different rhythms, and mm -hmm. whether the goalkeeper's about to kick it, mm -hmm. whether there's sort of, you guys want to put more emphasis at the corner, and everyone's getting involved. So, it sort of worked kind of quickly or did it take some time for people to learn like kind of the COVID yeah, it some time. It took so some time. This year, yeah, we started the uh, clapping. Uh -huh. So yeah, some clapping are still getting bigger around the stadium. Yeah, hopefully entire stadium can do it to get a goal together. Yeah. And obviously, hopefully everyone just gets vaccinated quickly and you guys can get back to full capacity. Do you have a do you have a dream or a vision for when that could happen? Do you think you'll get back to full capacity this season or maybe 2022? Uh, it's really difficult this season, I guess. So from the beginning of 2022. Yeah, I mean, you have your first vaccine. You're going to get your second yeah, one did. soon. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like most of your friends and and your Sup fellow supporters are mm -hmm. are going to get vaccinated too yeah, or kind of mix yeah they they are doing from the moment so mm -hmm. hopefully everyone yeah. get the vaccines yeah as you know like at LAFC we 
we really tried to promote the vaccine because mm -hmm. there was so much, so many people that doubted it. There's, yeah, so many people doubted it. So many people didn't want to get it. We obviously lost like a lot of supporters, you know, who mm -hmm. passed away yeah. with the vac, you know, with the with COVID nineteen. Shout out to Mo forever. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I sort of sit here and I envision the whole stadium being full. Normally, is there an away section here? Yeah, they are uh, from A8 to A6 is the away section. So oh, so it's a pretty big away, away section. Yeah, because the stadium is so yeah. big. So. Is it usually full, the away section? No, especially like this game, uh, Yokohama FC can be full, but Urawa, Kashima, and these teams can be full. Yeah, and Urawa and Kashima, along with San Frecce, are kind of the original three. Or are those the original three, right? They yeah, started three. both the, mm -hmm. the league back in 60s plus the new one, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't something like that? And the yeah. Yokohama Marinos. Well. Marinos, yeah, yeah. But FC is kind of a cool story, right? Because oh, yeah, they, they, they were like divided and then they, yeah, they was like kind of fan supported as well, right? And they got it, eventually got to the first division, but probably they're going to get relegated, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, we're here at halftime, one nil. I think that I have a feeling that San Freche is going to have a big second half. Uh, so we'll get back with you guys after the game is over. We're getting back into it. FCFC Pod out for the moment. FC FC Pod, we are back, still in Hiroshima, still Ipe and Dweez. Here I am. <laughs> Here he is, July 11th, 7-Eleven, in the land of 7-Elevens and Konbini's convenience stores. It is 10:44. We did not come back. San Freche ended up falling one nil. It wasn't to be. We expected a big victory today. It wasn't to be, but we, you know, we expected maybe a loss or a draw at the Carps game, and they ended up winning. So sometimes, you know, in Las Buenas y Malas, we hmm. still have a good time, no matter what. Right now, we're walking in. What was the name of this neighborhood again, Ipe? Neighborhood is Nagarekawa. Nagarekawa. Kawa, yeah. When you come to Hiroshima, you will know the party never stops. <laughs> no. In this part of town, it's right here in the center. We're looking at a bunch of different individuals walking around in this late night's yeah, even zone. Sunday. Yes, and there are various gentlemen of different kinds and ladies staring at us, probably because I'm speaking English in the middle of the street with Ipe. But there's lots of fun to be had in Hiroshima. Hopefully, by the time those listening will come to this city, the COVID will be over and they won't have to hunt around for different bars and different places to go to. Tonight, we, we couldn't find anywhere to eat okonomiyaki, so we ended up just walking into the first restaurant, which would accept us. And holy shit, the food is so good there. Yeah, it was so brilliant. <laughs> like, uh, from local food, yeah. local fish. Yeah, what, what were we eating? We were eating like... Some kind of crazy snail-looking seafood item. What what was that? What were we eating? That was a raw fish uh, called aji in Japanese. So aji. Yeah. So we had aji. We had mm -hmm. sashimi aji, which is aji. I think Spanish mackerel. 
But then we had like some other thing that looked like a big Sazae, ne? Sazae one, right? Yeah, the shell. Yeah. I had never even seen that before. I never tried it. But it was amazing. It tastes a little like uni, like a sea urchin. But my point is, for the people listening to this pod, all of the football culture lovers out there looking for an away day, Hiroshima is the kind of city where you could go to the away game, take the train back, even if you have a loss, and just be wandering the streets, even in the middle of COVID, and find a delicious eatery which will accept you after hours, even though it's kind of against the rules, actually, right now. But we're still having a ball. We're still having a good time in Hiroshima. And I don't know, man. I have a feeling, like I was telling you on the train, when they build this new stadium, like this could be such an incredible city to come watch a game, like such a special place. And I don't know, man. I just want to say thank you so much for for having me. Um, of course, that was my pleasure. And I also had a great, great time with you this week. Yeah, and so right now, Ipe and I are walking back towards my hotel because I have to give him gift him 12 Bud Light uh, <laughs> seltzers, which was his order. That plus the, uh, what was it, Ipe? The Doritos, the... The die, yeah, Doritos. The, the Cool Ranch, one. Cool Ranch. Mm-hmm. It's, the flavor is Cool Ranch Doritos, which is what that he... His, his orders were those two <laughs> things, and he got a, a couple Dodgers t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we, we ferried those over from the United States to Japan for Ipe. So we're walking back to get those right now. Appreciate but, it. But Ipe, for all the people in the North End, mm-hmm. for all the people in your expo orig- fellow Expo Originals yeah. listening to this podcast right now, what is the kind of final things do you want to say about Hiroshima? Mm. And, you know, I'm always welcoming you all. So mm. yeah, if you have a chance to visit Hiroshima, yeah, let me know. Just hang out. And uh, of course, uh, hopefully COVID will be over soon, even in Japan. So after that, having a party, the everything. S- the summer? So I'm here, I'm technically oh, yeah. here at the, at quote unquote, besides COVID, like the worst time weather, weather-wise. Like it's super hot. It's so humid. It's also really humid and it's been crazy rainy the last couple of weeks. I don't like Japan, so I'm really missing LA. (laughs) So he's missing LA. But I'm just I'm saying I'm I'm here at the worst weather time of year (laughs) and I still recommend it. Like I still think it's incredible. (laughs) Should we run? Yeah, we should. Okay, we're running. I got my LAFC sambas on. We're running across some intersections. (laughs) The taxis are honking at us. The people are looking at us. We're on Peace Street right now. This is a beautiful boulevard which is covered in gardens that stretch so all the way to Peace to Park. Here, uh, in December, in the end of December, like Christmas season, we have a lot of lights here. Oh. Long way the uh, street. We are usually called Hakumeta Doro because uh, from the beginning to the end, it, how can I say? 100 it's 100 meters. meters. Yeah, yeah, 100 yeah. meters. So we call Hakumeta Doro. Yeah. So yeah, in the Christmas season, we have a lot of lights, beautiful here. Yeah, so, no. yeah, winter season is also one of the favorite seasons here in New Hiroshima. Oyster so, yeah. is available. Yeah, so my, my point is, you know, I'm here in the worst time of year in terms of the temperature, <laughs> but I still love it. <laughs> cool. Like, it's still so fun. So whether you're planning a trip for 2022, 2023, 2024, when the new stadiums open, you're going to come to Japan. You, we know you're going to fly into Tokyo. We know Tokyo is interesting. It has yeah. cool stuff. It is? 
But why not add two or three days to Hiroshima? Five days to Hiroshima? Yeah, for sure. Or do what I wish I had done and stayed a full seven days. Mm. I'm here for just five days, five nights. Because it's just an incredible city. There's so much history here. There's so much cultural things you can do. And there's also incredible sports and incredible food. I would say it is the perfect away day opportunity from your trip to Japan or if you're coming to East Asia at all. I highly recommend putting it in. I don't know what else to say. We're almost at the hotel. So I'm going to run upstairs and get Ipe's stuff. I don't know. Final thoughts? This summer of soccer, this summer of... uh, When's the next time we're going to see Ipe in LA? That's the question everybody wants to know. All right. Uh, Ideally, within this year, 2021, after the Olympics. Yes. So, yeah, I'll make sure to make it. Ipe is going to be there in LA, in the North End, where he belongs. Always one of us. No matter how far you travel in this world, you can find a black and gold brother Thank you, Ipe. Hope you guys have enjoyed this long, rambling, Dweez-sponsored adventure. I miss Spice. I miss Slim. I miss Edgar. I miss AC Cervantes, my boy. I wish you guys were all out here. I can't wait till all of us, including Ipe, get to take a trip, get to watch a game out here, or perhaps even in, you know, Korea, because I know those boys want to visit Korea as well. So. We're at the hotel. I'm running upstairs to get his stuff. Got to fly out tomorrow. I'll record the intro, wrap this up later. Thank you once again, Ipe. Yeah, of course. That was really my pleasure. Thank Peace. You so much. It's so weird to record a podcast to my friends in Los Angeles when I'm in Japan. But, uh, yeah, this has always been for the good people of Los Angeles and the good people mm. elsewhere. So now we are elsewhere, but we're always... Our feet are always in LA, just like my feet are always in the LA Sambas. My heart as well. (laughs) FCFC. FC, FC. FCFC. FC, FC. FCFC. FC, FC. FC, FC. FC, FC.